It's time for another thrilling episode of Meet a Paper Cutter, where we go behind the scenes to uh, meet paper cutters. Here's your host, Matt Lee. Welcome back to Meet a Paper Cutter, the podcast where we sit down with your favourite members of the Papercut team to find out exactly what makes them tick. Want to make sure you never miss an episode of Meet a Paper Cutter? Then make sure to follow us on Twitter, LinkedIn or Facebook to be the first to know when we post a new episode. It's time for episode two, and this time I got to sit down with Daisha, who heads up one of the most important departments at Papercut, customer care. As usual, we dived into everything from work, life, and everything in between. So grab a coffee, sit back, and enjoy. Pretty excited to sit down with you, because uh, I think you lead probably one of the critical teams at Papercut being uh, now... You can correct me here. Is it customer care or customer experience? That's a good question. It's customer <laughs> care at the moment. We're okay. thinking about a name change. Any any particular reason or is it? I don't feel like customer care really encompasses everything that we do. Customer experience describes it, in my opinion, a bit better. Um, from start to finish, we are the first face that a customer We'll see if they come into the office for the first voice on the phone. But we also follow up with our channel partners, and we'll work with them on any task that they might have. We might help out with training material. We might fly out and onboard a new partner. That doesn't really – customer care doesn't quite cut it. So how would a customer – how would they end up interacting with you? So what, how would they end up getting in contact and speaking to your team? Yep, so anybody who emails sales at papercut.com. And you'd find that in lots of places. So you could be on our website, you could be at a trade show, you could hear about us um, somewhere else, who knows, uh, <laughs> and you would find us there. Or you might call us in the office, or again, you might see us at a trade show or a partner event. So you head up the team. I'm I guessing, go take a guess, Was it? Is this where you started at Paper Cup? Or did you head up the customer care or experience team when you started, or is this somewhere you've progressed into was I have progressed and I progressed quickly so when I first started at paper cut um, I took a role that I knew I might be a little bit overqualified for but I had a plan and at that time the customer care team actually didn't exist so we had a problem that every business loves we had way too many inquiries coming into our sales box than we could handle and because we aren't a, a hard sales-driven organization, a lot of those were just questions I could answer, even though I wasn't technically in sales. It was just people wanting to know information. You can find it all on our website or just by listening in to other paper cutters talk. So I asked if I could help out, and they said yes. And it turns out I was pretty good at it. So now we have a global team. Awesome. And that's a team of how many now? We are up to 13 at the moment. We're now 13. global. We started wow. out in the Americas, and we've expanded. So you mentioned there that you, you thought you were slightly overqualified for the role you went for. So what, what made you choose Papercut? Why? Where did that fit in? Because I guess, I guess if you thought you were slightly overqualified, then there must have been something else that drew you to want to come and work here. Yeah, so throughout my career, I've worked for a lot of different startup companies, mostly in tech, and I really like that aspect of it because you can do everything. There's no, there's nothing that isn't, you know, not in your job description. You're a startup company. You're getting in there. You're trying to be successful. And I took a little bit of a break um, from that and went into actually the medical field for a while and decided I didn't really like being knee-to-knee with my boss all day long. That wasn't for me. 
So when I went back, I didn't want just any job. I really wanted something that I felt was going to make a difference. That's what I wanted to do. And I wanted, you're at work the majority of your day. If you don't like what you do, you can't be very happy in life. So when I was looking through, you see these job ads that are so long and they're so boring, you can't even finish reading through them. That's not the job for me then. Paper cuts was quirky and it stood out. And they didn't just want your resume or your CV. They actually wanted you to write a letter talking about you and to tell them what they wouldn't see on your resume. And I thought that was really cool. You can just have a conversation and, and let someone know why they should call you. Because your resume is boring, but you're you're a good person and you're interesting and, and it worked. Yeah. Could you remember some of those highlights that you wrote that, that obviously grabbed their attention? Oh, God. I spent a long time. That's over five years ago. I, can't, I could probably find it. I'm sure I still have it because I was so excited when I got the call. But I think just really talking about why my career... Um, why I'd gone in a different direction and what I what I was looking for now and what I really love about those startup companies that I worked for and why I left those companies, what what I was missing. And I thought I could find some of that in Papercut. Awesome. So when you, so I guess at that stage you were pitching to them. So now you're in that position that you have the great task of finding the next paper cutters that join the team. So if someone listening thinks, oh, I'd really love to join um, the customer care team, then what would you say is the ideal person that, that you know, what might be their, well, maybe their skill set or their personality or what, what makes the perfect um, customer care team member? So the perfect person would definitely be someone who's passionate about doing what's best for our customers and they're not afraid to mention a new idea or to point out something that we could do better. It doesn't matter what department you're in, you can make a difference. You can see something that can be done better. I don't know that there's necessarily a certain industry that you need to be from um, as long as what you've been doing has really allowed you to um, focus on your customer service and and show that passion, I think you'd be great at paper cut. Cool. So I think um, something I actually asked asked Chris in one of these similar sessions was, what you know, what makes what makes you love working in print management? You know, what what about paper cut and their vision and goals makes you love to work here and and might entice someone else to think that paper cut is an amazing company to work for. Yeah, so I have to say there's a lot of things. Um, print management, is it where I thought I would end up in life? Absolutely not. Um, <laughs> but when you start talking about paper cut and what they do and how, I keep saying this word passionate, but it's true, just how passionate we are about uh, our product and helping the environment and helping customers and making it simple and easy it's not just a bunch of crap that we say. We do it. We mean it. You watch a video about um, print management, you're interested. If you've never heard of it, all of a sudden you're Googling it and you want to find out what it is because it's so cool. And the way Papercut does it, um, how we all work together, you have people from different departments collaborating, that really helps. And I think for me, being able to come up with an idea and have someone say, yep, that's a good idea, go and do it, that keeps me motivated, that keeps me here. I mean, my role has drastically changed since I've started. It will continue to change because I'm, I'm able to do that. I'm able to put ideas into place. It's not tied up in a corporate environment where it will take months for you to get something done. If it makes sense, you just do it, and that's what keeps me here. So we're sitting here in the Bracknell office in the EMEA region, but I'm sure people can probably tell this isn't where you call home. 
Um, so you're obviously based out of our Portland office in America. And I remember you telling me that about your first day at Papercut and the fact you had to go out and buy your laptop and then put your desk together. And I guess that probably led into then later on, you helped build the Papercut office in Portland. What was that experience like of uh, shaping the Portland office and how that, you know, how the culture was going to be for the future? Yeah, it was something that I felt was a, a big, res- I felt really responsible for and, and in a good way. So yeah, when I first started, I actually didn't even have a laptop. I had a desktop that I got to go out and purchase, put my desk together. They did have my chair set up for me, so that was nice of them. But going from there to realizing that I had a big influence on the culture and that I could make someone want to work for us or not was it was a big responsibility, and, and I, it was hard to believe I had that much of an impact on someone's life, and I took it really seriously. And so when it was time for us to create an office and an environment where people spend most of their day, yeah, we wanted to make sure that it was the best and that it was um, a way where we would spark creativity and, and all of the considerations we had to take into place. And if I would have looked back to our very first office that smelled kind of funny and was really crammed and we couldn't really all take phone calls at the same time or it would get too loud to this beautiful office that we have videos of now I would have never imagined I think there's a few times that we all sat back and pinched ourselves a few times to did this really happen did we really do this and are we really here and and we did yeah it's a great story to be able to tell for forever to say I I helped build this office I am really proud of it and it's one of those things when we have new people come in I kind of want to be like hey this is a big deal <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, there's a company try to really promote a healthy work-life balance. So, when you venture outside Papercut, what um, what's your what are your hobbies? What do you, what do you love doing outside of work? Well, I am lucky enough that I live in the northwest part of the states, and so we are two hours from the mountains. We're two hours from the river. Two hours from a desert, believe it or not, in Oregon. I really love the outdoors. I think it's a great way to clear my head. So I love going for hikes, camping when we do have summer. But we do get a lot of rain, so to balance that all out, I make sure that if it's raining or I can't get outside, then we go find a new restaurant. Portland's a really foodie place, so I love trying new restaurants. Great craft beer and lots of wineries now, so balance out the the hiking and, and the walking with the eating and the drinking. So the ultimate challenge then, someone is visiting Portland for the first time and let's say they want to go on a hike to start with, what what would you recommend? What's your favorite place to go and explore? I would have to say hands down Hood River. Um, there's not a particular hike, it depends on your skill level, but Hood River is amazing. If I could figure out how to retire and live there, I would. It's really outdoorsy, it's beautiful, it's really close to the mountain. You can't go wrong if you go there. Yeah. So I've been out, I've hiked, and now it's time for something to eat. Then where's the where's the go-to place in in Portland? In Portland, oh my gosh, it's always changing. I can't say there is a go-to place. You've definitely got to try out the food carts. That's an anomaly. I mean, most places, if you look at food in a car, you wouldn't eat out of it. But in Portland, you've got to go. It's really good food. I know that's a massive. That's become a massive thing in London as well with all these food markets, and it's. I just think it's amazing. There's some. Some of the food you wouldn't you wouldn't try it in a million years, but all these little food markets and food carts have really opened up opened up the options. Yep, definitely. The food carts, I think, is 
hands down the place to go. And I think it's, is there one quite close to the office as well? Yeah, it's maybe a 10 minute walk and I would say there's probably 30 to 40 food carts. So you, you've got to find something you like. I think, that, I think that'd be a disaster. <laughs> I'd go out for lunch. I'd be standing there for half an hour working Honest, out what I want to have. Yeah, honestly, <laughs> I end up going to the same one almost every single time. I found a good one and that's where I go. So we talk, we've talked about how what you started off doing in Papercut and how you've grown into to leading our global customer care team. But you mentioned the medical industry in the past, but I've got a sneaky suspicion that you did something in a department store that involves security tags. <laughs> I did. So back when I was just 15, you could get a special type of working permit that would let you work just a few hours a week. And I definitely wanted my own money. But you don't really have any qualifications. So my mom called it for friend of a friend. And back in those days, they were just putting in these ink tags that you would attach to clothing. So if you happened to steal it and you tried to rip this ink tag off, ink would explode everywhere. So you had to put that on all the clothes in a certain spot. So I ended up covered in ink and would poke myself with those pins on a daily basis. It was the worst job I ever had and definitely made me want to go back to school every every uh, <laughs> every uh, It's lucky you didn't get stopped by the police probably then because they think you've probably been on the rob. <laughs> I never thought <laughs> You earned that first bit of money. Can you remember what the first thing was that you spent your own money on? It's... No, actually not very cool. I bought myself fancy shampoo. <laughs> <laughs> so we, we've talked about what the perfect person would look like that might want to join the customer care team. So they're here, they've, it's their first day, they've, they've set, or maybe even they've settled in. What, what's the typical day going to look like for them? We don't really have a typical day around here. When you're a customer-facing team, customers, they determine your day. So um, it's a hard question to answer. I think a lot of times, be ready for anything. You could be answering simple product questions. You could be working on a project with the CEO because he's tapped you on the shoulder because he wants a fresh face. You just never know what to expect. Be ready for anything. Be ready for the camera. Be ready for a talk. Be ready to sit down and answer questions. Uh-huh. <laughs> That's a shout out to the rest of the customer care team. I'm going to hunt you out eventually. <laughs> well, thanks so much for taking the time out to chat to us. Um, I hope some of the people listening will find this valuable, learn a bit more about Papercut, or if you're one of our amazing employees already then um, learn a bit more about some of those people that maybe aren't in your in your regional office so thank you very much and um, until next time um, be paper cutty <laughs> I hope you enjoyed my conversation with Daisha the global head of our customer care team don't forget to follow us on Twitter LinkedIn or Facebook to find out when we post the next episode